0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: North Atlantic The Dark Ocean began on RTE television last night, presenting what life is like for many of the creatures who inhabit our ocean neighbourhood. And the man whose job it was to capture those images was the cameraman and filmmaker, Ken Sullivan. Afternoon, Ken. Hi, hey Sean, how
0: are you? Thanks not for having me.
1: T- not <laughs> too bad. Now, I suppose, like, people would know that, say, if, if someone is. Is filming creatures on 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 land often you have to build a you know a hide so that the, the animals aren't aware of you uh, and uh, and act naturally do you have to do something similar when you when you're taking pictures under underwater
0: yeah I mean look like all white animals their, their natural instinct is to be wary of us or to run away so I, you're right people use a hide because they're trying to fool the birds or whatever they're filming you know that that they're not there and in, in in the ocean our biggest problem is a lot of these animals even you know some of the largest animals ever to have lived fin whales, blue whales if they see me they don't know what I am and their natural instinct is to move away from me most of the time and that's okay so but we try to work in a way that we don't intrude on them and I I'd Probably get better shots if I was less um, uh, caring about that kind of stuff, but um, there you go, that's not why I made Yeah, the okay, but I mean,
1: obviously, you know, from a photographic point of view, you have to get as you know, a uh, closer is probably better, and you don't want to be too far back,
0: yeah, and particularly, you know, I mean, underwater camera work is. Uh, so, you know, if you can imagine if you come out on a, on a, on a foggy morning and you can see about three metres, um, that's often what it's like in the sea in Ireland. So, you know, you've got to get within a few metres of the animal to actually get these um, nice clear images. And Of course, we're all used to crispy clear images from BBC and HEO, et etc., from the, the nature documentaries, you know, many of which are made in kind of tropical or clear waters of the Southern Ocean. So, um, yeah, you want to tell the stories. But, I mean, look... You know, drones have made our life incredibly easier, you know, because, mm. um, you know, if the animals are about and you have a good drone operator, then you're at least going to get footage from above. But the underwater is the hard bit. Yeah.
1: yeah, No, and because as I understand it, you're using the drone to say, right, th- th- there's animals there that uh, we want to film. And then you free dive in with your camera. You're n- you're you don't have air with you or anything
0: yeah yeah um I mean a lot of the action is at the surface, but you know scuba gear is 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 very bulky, and you're also probably using dive weights um with it to counteract the buoyancy in your in your in your jacket so it's just too cumbersome um if you're going to be getting in and out of a boat you know forty fifty times in a day, it's just too cumbersome, and you can't move that quickly, so you need to be mobile and then um Generally, it's thought, so blowing bubbles is a sign of aggression between whales. You know, if a whale wants to kind of throw his fist up another whale, he'll blow bubbles. So um, I'm six foot four, but I'm, I'm absolutely minuscule beside um, these lads. So if I get into the water and start uh, <laughs> making threatening behavior, it mightn't be a good idea.
1: Right, okay, but you're limited in the amount of footage you can choose at any given time, given, you know, you're, you're holding your breath.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you'd never get there with Scuba. You know, what we try mm. to do with these uh, large whales is try and spot the path that they're taking and then the boat kind of goes ahead, drops me in and pulls away and I try to gently swim into their path. Um, but, you know, most of it is, is, most of the stuff we film is kind of, you know, 10 metres deep and above. Um, you know, if you start to go below that, it's probably getting very dark, but you just wouldn't have the mobility. You'd be too slow with Scuba, with Scuba Equipment.
1: Yeah, and do you have lights with you or it's, it's just you and the camera? Uh, sometimes
0: for sharks, certainly not for, for whales, yeah, it's too, um again, it would be too bulky and, uh, you know, these animals are, are, they take fright, I mean, I've been in the water with fin whales, blue whales, and when they see you, they turn away, which is, is slightly absurd, you know, blue whale that could be, yeah. phew, you know, 27, 28 metres, fin whales are 80 tonnes, that's the weight of six elephants or two articulated trucks and... Um, and their natural instinct is to run away from me. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so not i not th- that ugly, Sean. I swear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I, I suppose the kind of a cruel irony in all of this is that you know you're 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 introducing a viewing audience to a world you could say we're not part of, but at the same time you keep seeing the the evidence of uh, of a human imprint on this and how it's changing the lives of these creatures.
0: Well, absolutely. Look, there's a lot of conservation issues, but you know, first and foremost, I want to show people the beauty of our natural world um, the beauty of what's there and, 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 and tell the stories. And, and then I suppose <clears throat> added on to that, you know, if I come across these conservation stories or these issues of which there are many, You have to tell these stories. And, you know, nature documentaries for far too long didn't... They just ignored conservation. Now, everybody can answer why they did it that way, but, you know, that's what they did. And then in the last couple of years, really, it's become kind of topical now. And that's great. That's wonderful. We have to tell these stories. But I think it's interesting. I mean, we're a very small country, and we're surrounded by ocean, but yet... A lot of people are saying to me, they're they're, they're kind of starting to realise now that we, you know, we're surrounded by ocean in Ireland. And nobody's very far away, even if you live in, in Athlone, you're still only an hour and a half or two. So mm. hopefully people are getting into the sea, they're swimming, they're surfing, they're getting a connection with it and to see the beauty of what's there. And
1: um, yeah. Yeah. Is, is fishing having an effect? And I don't mean from Irish uh, um, fishing craft. I mean, these kind of massive... Uh, massive factory ships that rock up
0: well it's both Sean and and, uh, anybody knows the the biggest problem in the ocean is overfishing globally we're taking too much from the oceans and my family fished for 250 years We, we survived the famine because we were able to feed ourselves in the sea, I'm not giving anyone a kicking, but I'm certainly not going to stand back from stuff that I see, because there is chronic overfishing going on, by both internationally, but certainly on a local level, you know, there's um, overfishing of Sprat, which the International Council for Exploration of the Sea have been saying to Ireland for many years now, you're, you're taking way too much and is being ignored. So, I, you know, I, ha- I have to believe that, you know, if people knew what was happening, that generally speaking, you know, people wouldn't continue to do that so look I'm for education and awareness and I talk to politicians and civil servants and school or our stuff is now in the curriculum and you you can't go pointing your finger at anybody especially into coastal communities where I live who are struggling but you know there's certain things we need to do differently and anybody that's kind of saying do you know what I mean in in the whole environmental discussion you know oh well if you're going to fish or you're going to farm you know, there's going to be consequences anybody that's saying that is a vested interest right? because you absolutely can Fish and farm sustainably, and people can make a livelihood.
1: Yeah. Ken, uh, thanks a million for talking to us today. Uh, best of luck with the rest of the series. That's Ken O'Sullivan there, uh, the man uh-huh. behind North Atlantic The Dark Ocean, which is uh, will be uh, carrying on next Sunday night uh, as well. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.